You're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life-giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, my name is Fidelis Odobo. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Mountain Springs Church Podcast. I'm talking about finding your identity in today's broadcast. I'm sure that that word identity is not something that is new to you. It is not new to me as well. We all know, or rather we've heard people talk about this in many different ways or fashion. But I want to just narrow in to what identity really means, especially when looked at from a very different standpoint, that is, from God's standpoint. Now, identity is something that everyone actually have. Whether we believe it or not, whether we are aware of it or not, we exude some kind of identity in every day of our lives. But before I dig in into what identity really means or how we can all pull our minds into this very word, I want to begin from a very generic um, standpoint, just what everyone believes it is. You see, in a constantly changing world, it can be difficult to, th- I mean, to keep up with the latest trend because that is what really fights the essence of who anybody really is. You and I know that we deal constantly with the changing world around us and the world is constantly mounting enormous pressures on us, trying to get us to conform to what it wants us to be. Now we are daily bombarded with images of what we should wear, how we should behave, and how we should dress, what kind of music we should listen to. It is very, very easy to get caught up with all these kinds of things happening around us and then lose sight of who we truly are. Our identity It's not defined by what we wear. It's not defined by the music we listen to. It is not defined by the people that are around us. Very often we tend to define ourselves because of where we find ourselves as per our environment. I believe it is something that is unique to each individual. See, if we allow ourselves to get caught up in the pressure you know, to conform, we risk losing sight of what really makes us special. Now, I believe that every single human being that is living on the earth today has something that really or truly makes them, may make them special. Now, I believe a lot of us have lost that special kind of person that we are because we are trying to conform to what the trend is. We're trying to belong just so we're not completely removed from the crowd. We just want to belong and then we want to run with the crowd and become like everyone else. You know, we are all individuals and we have our own thoughts. We We have our own feelings and our experiences. And that is what makes us beautiful. 
You know, people say discovering our true identity can be a lifelong journey. You see, as much as I agree with that statement, I also know that we can discover our identity without waiting a lifetime. Our true identity is not something that is given to us by others. I've said that before, it is not something that we inherit from our families or culture. Instead, I believe it is something that we have to discover for ourselves. This is one assignment that every single human being has to discover who they truly are. Our identity, I believe, should not be based on what the world tells us, but on what we were created to be. See, finding our true identity, we need to look somewhere else. And where is that place? It is not our jobs. It is not the career that you and I found ourselves in. Our career, you know, could be a means of livelihood for us, where we earn our living, but to a great extent, our career does not define our true identity. Our identity is not defined by our profession, what we learned to live by in this world. See, unfortunately, these are the things that have defined certain people and they have accepted who they are today based on what society actually, you know, tells them to be. You know, a lot of people who went to school and read medicine and became, you know, doctors feels that that is exactly who they, who they truly are. But you see, today I want to demarcate what culture tells you that you are and who you really are as a person. Now, before I delve into that, let me read a scripture from the book of Psalms that sort of gave a complete explanation, you know, about our identity. And this was a Psalm of David, and I believe he's actually dug deep into himself and truly found out who he really is, that he is not just a specimen or it's a, a chunk of cell existing on this side of existence. But rather, he has something that truly makes him who he is. Now, Psalm chapter 139, it's going to be a long read from verse 1, I believe, to verse 18. It says, O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down, and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, behold, O Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in, behind and before, and lay your hands upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high, I cannot attain it. Where shall I go from your spirit? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hands shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. If I say surely the darkness 
shall cover me, and the light about me be night. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is bright as the day, for darkness is as light with you. For you formed my inward parts, you knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, I'm going to pound on that verse a little while. I just want to take time to read through all of them. That's verse 14. Now, reading down, it says, Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secrets, intricately woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! If I would count them, they are more than the sand. I awake and I am still with you. Wonderful scriptures. Now, like I said, if I would back up to verse 14, it says, For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's where I want to focus for today. But I believe that this whole psalm speaks a lot about who we truly are. How that we are not just a mistake going, to, going somewhere to happen. That everyone who is living in this life is not just frolicking about, searching for nothing. And it's so insignificant that he has, no, not, he has nothing that is assigned to him or her to do on this earth. Every single human being has been assigned something on this earth. And because we have, we have been assigned something to do on this earth, we have an identity. Now, the psalmist says, For I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, what that scripture tells me is that every single one of us have an identity. There is a way God has made us to be. You have an identity. I have an identity. It is not what the world tells us. It is not what your environment tells you. It is not what your boss at, at the office or in the, in the, um, at work tells you. It is not what your school principal tells you. It is not what the so-called new trend suggests to us. It is way beyond the life that we live in. Like I did mention before that sociologists believe that we are a byproduct of our environment. Now, as much as I believe that, I think that we are more than just a product of our environment. Because our environment is not our source. Our source is way beyond this life. That is why we should never define ourselves on the basis of what this life pertains to us or gives unto us. We should not come or reach a definition of who we truly are based on what we have achieved in this life. Now, you see, identity is something that is very tricky. One can accept an identity that is thrown at you from the outside. Achievement, influence, 
the, the world around you, the way people talk around you, your accent, your culture, your family background. Now we have accepted that as something that has defined us. And so we say well, our, true, our true identity is actually where we come from. I may agree with that, but here's what, here what I'm saying. Our true identity goes way beyond what we have put upon ourselves as a result of our learning in this life, as a result of the things that we have imbibed just by existing on this plane of, of the universe. It is way beyond that. If you look at the psalm we read, the psalmist began to talk about how God knew him even when he was being formed in his mother's womb. Now, if I back up to verse 7, it says, Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to the heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost part of the sea, even there your hands shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me. Now, why was he saying that? Because there is nothing that he is that God has not made him to be. The truth is that the true, I mean, the real identity of every single human being come from your maker. Who has God made you to be? That is what we should always put, you know, in front of us. Now, unfortunately, we have been taught to go the other way around. To see, to, I mean, to, to get to a point where we define ourselves or our true identity on the basis of what the world suggests to us. You know, real, real identity comes from the inside and not from the outside. Your true self is not what people assume or what people suggest you to be. It's not about people's opinion. When we judge our true identity on the basis of people's opinion, we lose sight of who God has really made us to be. People will always cast aspersions and opinions about you. And if we continue to listen or we continue to put our ears on that, we come to a point where we accept that as who we truly are. You see, identity is something that struggles with two spheres of existence, two different worlds or two layers of identity. First, who God has made us to be in this life as a human being. Second, who God has made us to be on the basis of our purpose here on the earth. See, our identity is not based on what the world tells us, but on what we are created to be. So we need to look at the Creator and His plans for our lives to truly find out why we are the way we are. Instead of following the crowds, you know, and trying to listen to what the world has said concerning us, we have to step back a little bit, a little bit, and dig deeper into the very core of our being and listen for that voice that comes from the Creator and let that voice define who we truly are. Now, this is very challenging to those around there who believe that identity is something that is you know, set on you or is, is fixed on you, that your, your environment gives you one. Your 
family culture or background gives you one. As much as that holds true to some extent, it is not the whole truth. Our real identity comes from our maker. It is just like saying that a manufacturer knows his products much more than anyone who buys it for consumption. Because he is the one who made the products. He has an idea of how the product looks like. Because he saw the product before it became good for consumption. He saw it as just a raw material. And then he took that raw material into a production process. And through the production process, it came out with something that is meant to satisfy a need in the human world. Now he would know much better than anyone who consumes that product. Because he knows what he put in that product. He knows the combination of chemicals that, you know, were mixed together that brought that product into what it is today. In every aspect, we deal with products and we see how they, they serve us in this life. There is someone always behind that product. And that's exactly what it is for every single human being. There's someone behind your life. You are not just a chunk of cell existing on planet Earth. I know there are people there who believe that they are just, you know, they just fall down from somewhere. That there is no God and they don't believe that there is anything like a creator. They just find themselves here on the Earth because they were born into this world. And so they don't believe that there's anything like creation and all that. Well, you can believe what you want to believe. But the point is this. As long as we recognize that we have life on this earth, as long as we recognize that we have breath, there is a purpose for us on this earth. And whether you believe it or not, you have, some, you have a maker who is unseen. He made you the way you are today he gave you everything that makes you you today. There's a reason why you were born in, on that continent. There's a reason why you were born to that family that you come from. There's a reason why you have the kind of skin complexion that you have. Everything is for a reason. Because it goes to one major thing that we are talking about here. Identity. Who you truly are. You see, if we don't find out who we are in this life, we will struggle so hard in this life and hit at nothing because we are trying to become something that we are not. And truth is that God never actually provides, you know, for anyone to become who is not. Rather, like the psalmist said in verse 14, it says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. That God took his time to make us into who we are today. Fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, if you are looking about the wonders of the world, look no further. Just look inwards. That, that is just one example of the wonder of creation. You are one of the wonders of creation. Why? Because God wonderfully made you. Is so custom designed you that there is no other person like you on the face of the earth. You are so unique 
that when you exit this world, there will be an absence of your presence in this world. There will be a vacancy of your presence in this world. Nobody can fit into your place. Nobody can take your place and just be you in this world. That's how important you are. That's how powerful God made you. So if we take ourselves so unserious, it's because we don't truly understand the one behind our creation. That he has so designed us that no one can ever be you in this life. So you can see that the greatest disaster or the greatest failure in any man's life is when he tries all his best to become like someone else so that he can achieve you know, whatever he wants to achieve in his life. Your identity is the best thing that you can discover about yourself in this life. It is not discovering where you were born or discovering where, what kind of um, profession you want to take on. It is discovering just you, just you, who you are as a person. Why you don't talk like everybody else? Why when you talk, your voice pitch, your, your, your intonation, your sound, your accent is just you. You know, this is the reason why I, I tell people that, look, you know what? The best way to be of impact in this life is to be yourself and speak from the very core of your being. Don't try to copy anybody else. Don't try to make it so, you know, to, to, um, don't try to kind of make yourself like those celebrities so that because they are so popular, if you talk like them, you become popular. If you live like them, you become popular. They are living their lives, and you have got your own life to live. You see, identity is a powerful word. It is not always taught in the school. And even if they're teaching in the school, they tell you that, look, you are a mathematician, or you are an accountant, you are a physicist, you are a lawyer, you want to study to become a doctor, that's who you are. Wow, you are artistic, you are an artist. See how they identify you based on professions. Or maybe those who live around you in your environment, they say, oh, you are very, very agile. You are so athletic, so you are an athlete. There's something in you you want to become in life. That's okay. But as much as people define us based on what we do and who we have chosen to to be in this life, there is still something more. It is deep down on the inside of us who we truly are. That person is crying out for expression. That the world in which we live in today is suppressing that voice. It's trying to bring that voice down and trying to impose an identity on him or her that doesn't really bode well with. Now, a lot of people have adopted certain kinds of identity because it is a trend today in the world. They are looking for something to define their, their lustful passions. And if everyone, if everyone says that's okay, then they become that way. Friends, I want to challenge us today. We live in a world that is constantly heading towards destruction. We live in a world that is changing constantly and it's not changing for the better, it's changing for the worst. And if we are not mindful, 
we just coast with the direction of the world and we end up where we don't expect ourselves. Our true identity is what would make a difference in this life when we become who we truly are. Now, I, I'm starting this, this, this topic today, but I think I'm, I'm gonna flesh it out maybe in our next um, broadcast. Where I will talk about what this identity translated us into. Because first of all, you know, naturally we have an identity that God puts on the inside of us. Why we are the way we are. The way God designed us, our height, our bone mass, our, you know, complexion, our culture, you know, where we are born, everything all ties up to God's purpose for our lives. But when we start talking about our identity as to who we now are in Christ, it takes it into a whole higher, I mean, into a deeper realm. That way we'll begin to see that God's ultimate goal for every single human being is one, you know, is one simple reason, that we will all be conformed to the image of his son, Jesus. Because in him, our true identity rests. But before we get there, I really want to just pound on this simple thing that we are a unique being. There is something in you that is special. It is not in anywhere else in the world. Only you has it. It is there in you. Don't keep it because it is not the most, it is not the most popular trend. Don't just keep it down and, and suppress it because it doesn't, you know, line up with what is happening today in the world. Nobody seems to resonate with it or people think that that is just not um, needed in this world. No matter how much people put down what you have on the inside, I want to challenge you today, dig deep and draw out, draw from that very core of your being who you really are. If we must succeed in this life today, I believe it will be based on us coming from our authentic self and not from our false self. Our true self, I believe, is the platform on which God will prosper us in this life. God will not use us outside of who we truly are on the inside. And who are we on the inside? You know, Everybody knows. You know yourself very well. I like, I like what the psalmist says. He says, look, he knew me right from when I was in my mother's womb. You know, he knew me. He, knew, he says, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and you know when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, Lord, you know it all together. You hem me in behind and before, and you lay your hands on me. He says, such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain such knowledge. Wow, that's a powerful way to acknowledge one's true identity, that his identity all rests on the fact that God is his maker and he knows him more 
than anybody else in this life. Now, let me delve deeper in this. That God knows you more than your parents. He knows you much more than your spouse. He knows you much more than your boss, than your work colleagues. He knows you much more than your environment. Now the question is, who do you look to to define your true identity? The one who knows everything about you, even before you say anything, he knows exactly what you are going to say. Or the one who looks at the, and the ones who look at you from a distance and define you on the basis of their own imagination. You know, people never actually define you on the basis of who you are. They define you on the basis of their own perception. If they are narrow-minded, wow. They define you based on, based on the fact that you are narrow-minded. A narrow-minded man will see everyone as narrow-minded. And someone who is very, very suspicious will see everyone as suspicious. So if we keep looking to others for our true definition of who we are, or to define our identity, we are looking at the wrong people or the wrong direction. Look to God for your true identity. And if you must take on any identity, take on the identity that God has put on the inside of you. What makes you you. That thing on the inside of you that is the most natural. You don't need to play a role to become that person. You don't need to, to do anything supernatural or you don't need to do anything extraordinary to become that person. You wake up in the morning, that's who you are. Go to bed at night, that is who you are. When you leave from that angle or from that standpoint, it makes, it, it makes this world so easy for you to glide through because you know that you are actually walking on the path that God has carved out for you. For he will, not, he will not give you anything that is way bigger than who you are. But knowing that person is the best discovery that you can experience in this life. I want to stop here today. I feel I haven't actually started. This is just kind of like an introduction into diving um, deep about our true identity in this life. I haven't talked much about our identity in Christ because that's where I'm heading. And I'm just, I'm just starting from us getting to know ourselves, your true self and not your false self. Who you are when no one is watching. Not who you are because of what people say you, know, you are. I believe this is a this is a word you know for us to go back and and ponder on. Just consider it. Who am I? Where am I coming from? Where am I right now? And where am I heading to? When we know who we truly are, I tell you, it takes the pressure off of you in this life. You have nobody to imitate. So you have nobody to compare yourself with, because you are just one unique wonderfully, fearfully made person in this life. That no one can be like you. So you should not try to be like anybody else. Just be you and you'll see how God has blessed you especially in this life. I'm going to stop here for today. God bless you and I hope to see you again next time. 
thank you for listening to today's teaching. We hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened. If you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at info at mountainspringschurch.ca or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.